It's time to tune in to Hot Seat Haas. You are now tuned in to Hot Seat Haas. It doesn't matter if you're Gen Z, Millennial, or Straight Up Boomer. Give it up for your host, Hot Seat Haas. The following podcast contains explicit language. You can support this podcast within the Anchor app. And just like that, we're back. Welcome to the Hot Seat Haas podcast. You are now part of a community in touch with culture, education, and collective empowerment. And now, your host, Hot Seat Haas. One thing for sure, one law that was passed is clearly being practiced right now because I smell some weed. Someone is smoking. <laughs> Someone is smoking. <laughs> All right. You smell that, you smell that, Marsha? <laughs> Would you do us the honors of spitting who off the red nose reindeer? Um... You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose uh, And if you ever saw him You would even say it close Come on! Come on! All of the other reindeer Used to laugh and call him names They never let poor Rudolph Join in any reindeer games Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, come on, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down to history forever, you go down to history forever, you go down to history, what? <laughs> that is going to be Rudolph, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Did I get the names right? For the Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning. What up, Barty? Good morning. How you guys doing? What up, Barty? Bless Black and Holly favor. Where you at? I'm in Jersey. So why you ain't up here? Because I got my babies. She got babies. Oh. They got school. Like it's holiday season. Come on, Charlamagne. But, but we case. appreciate you calling up, Cardi. Period. Of course. Of course. Always up forever. Do I you, love you guys so much. Do you know why you calling, Barty? Yeah, because I need how leaving. Okay, uh, okay. Listen, I appreciate that. I'm not really leaving. I'm starting my own show, so I'm still around, but I am leaving the Breakfast Club, and you know you're such a huge part of this show, too. No, well, <laughs> well um, you guys are, like, you guys helped me so much in my career, and you guys have always been so nice and beautiful to me, and, I mean, I know the Breakfast Club is not over, but I just, you know, it's like... I just love you guys all three together. You gonna come? You gonna come guest host in the new year, Cardi? Yeah, we gonna need you a couple days. You come? Cardi. You come? You come fill in? Oh my God! I will bring that shit down. I, mean, oh, I can't even curse. Uh, I will break it down. No, for real. When your album drop, you should come up here the whole week and be on Monday. Through the don't, album release date on that Friday. Don't trick her into trying to make her come up here all week. That's not a trick. That's the truth. <laughs> you right. You right in Jersey. You could be up here all week. That could be part of the rollout. So wait. So, so all right. But can I like interview like artists? Yes. If you want, you can That'd do whatever you want. You can bring the artists that you like. Oh, that would be fun. So that means you can put on all these girls that you be co-signing and you know rooting for. You can bring them all up, all of them. Yeah, I can do that. And then everybody could have whip shots because I think, you know, that's a good morning coffee type of thing. I put the whip shots in my coffee every day. Oh, we're going to get in trouble in the morning. That's the thing. Gabby up early in the morning. Like, what time do you guys wake up to go to the She reconsidering. 6 a.m. Listen, we can have a nanny because the new st- we, we go into a new studio. We're going to have, like, green rooms and everything. So we can have your nanny in the green room taking care of the babies. Like, for real, we can really lay it out. All right, I'll do it. Have She's breakfast like, for you every morning. Bacon, egg, and cheese every morning. I thought she was calling to say goodbye and wish me well. Now, all of a sudden, this turned into a plea for her to come up yeah, here. Yeah, but we don't need somebody. You ain't going to be uh, here no more, so we're going to need somebody, too, so we might as well get both. Okay. All right, so then I'm going to sing a song, then. Okay, okay let's we're do ready. It. Let's hear this song. Okay. So long, farewell to you, my friend. Goodbye for now until we meet again. 
Y'all know that song? Yes. <laughs> yeah, know that song. Man, I thought you made it up. I'm not going to lie. I'm really anticipating like, the second album now, Marty. <laughs> I can't wait now. <laughs> but thank you, Cardi. I know you're busy at home and you got the kids and working, so we appreciate it. Cardi, I got to ask one question, though. Yeah. What are you doing for the kids for Christmas? Because you, I thought I'd go over the top for the kids, <laughs> but you go 10 times over that I go. So what are you doing for the kids this Christmas? Oh, I came in things straight after Thanksgiving. They told me up, all five of them. <laughs> and did I see all you in the... five of them told me up on Thanksgiving. I'm recovering. And did I see you in the Bronx for Thanksgiving? I, not, not this Thanksgiving. This Thanksgiving, I went to Atlanta. I was in the Bronx uh, before yesterday. I don't like seeing you pull up in the Bronx ready to fight people either, buddy. You too. You 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 you, 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 you a superstar. I really went to my aunt's house to get some chicken. <laughs> that is a lie. You had your scarf on. It was you was cold. you was ready for action. You too, you a superstar multimillionaire. You can't be moving like that. She was going to get chicken. I, I, I went I went to go get some chicken. I had a scarf on because my lace was like sticky. They was looking for me. <laughs> they was looking for you. Do you have uh, are do you have a release date for the new year? Can we expect a Barty album in 2023? Yeah, I, no, I have no choice. I have to put it out. Okay. No. I have to put it out. All right, how much of it is done so far? Um I have I have like a couple of songs that are like definite. I don't know. I'm just I don't know what's going on with me. I need to just make up my mind and just put it out. Right. Why are you so in, Why are you so indecisive? Are you two in your head about it? I think so. Maybe so. I think I'm too much in my head about it because there's some songs that it's like you just need to people in my team like you just need to release it. Just release it. I mean, it is facts. Every record you put out went number one. So I mean, I think it's time. You know, every record went number one. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm missing, like, something. Okay. It's missing something. I don't know. It's missing? But I, I, I got to put it out. I got to put it out next year. Like, I feel like, I don't know. So what do you think? First quarter, are you going to wait until April and do, like, uh, the, the anniversary of Invasion of Privacy? You drop on April 6th again? I think I should. I think I Oh, you guys are tricking me. I think I should put it out, like, around that time. Because it's, like, <laughs> it's not even about putting out an album. It's, like, putting visuals. Yeah, because um, it'll be the five-year anniversary. Well, you April. look you look amazing. So for these visuals, now is the time. Yeah, yeah. I finally got my body right. You know what I'm saying? I just did a little trip to Dior, bro. No shit. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You ain't you ain't going to no damn Dior. No, you didn't. I did went to Dr. I really, really did. You still going to Dr. to get surgery? No. They do the best. They do the best job. They do the best job. Oh, okay. So listen, April 6th, it'll be five years since Invasion of Privacy. That'll be a good time to drop your second album. Yeah, that, but I think so. Cardi's like, look, leave me alone. So, so we're going to clear out that week. We're going to clear out that week. That'll be the week you come up here and co-host The Breakfast Club. You heard it here first. Cardi B's second album dropping on the five-year anniversary <laughs> of Invasion of Privacy. Cardi, we love you. <laughs> I love y'all, too. Thank you for checking in. Peace, Barty. Bye, Barty. Get the babies I All love. Right. Uh. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Cardi B called to check in and say goodbye to ye, but... And all kind of things. The conversation with uh, hosting, <laughs> album, and everything else. But we love you, Cardi. All right, keep it locked. We got more. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Haas, a new audio experience, you dig? They hit your man, yay. They hit your man with the five of your foreign. You know what I mean? <laughs> they hit your boy with the Abner Lawima. That is wild, B. They hit your man with the DC Young Fly, B. 
that is wow. They hit, with the, they hit him with the DC Young Fly. Nah, they hit your man with the. <laughs> Yo, they hit your man. They hit your man with the Tyrese Gibson, my man. They hit him with the Gibson. They hit him with the baby boy. You know what I mean? They hit your man, yay, with the Morgan Freeman. That is wild. I can't even believe it. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly. They hit your man with the Kodak Black. That is wild. I can't even believe that. I can't even believe they hit your man with the Macy Gray. Not with the Macy Gray. How you gonna let them hit you with the Jennifer Hudson? Come on, the J HUD? They hit her with the J HUD? They hit her with the J HUD. That is wow. I can't even believe that. Man, they you gonna sit there and let them hit your man with the Oprah win free. I can't even believe that. Man, it is hot seat house. I don't know if I said that. I'll say it again. You know what I mean? Shout out to your boy. It is the Hot Seat Hot <clears throat> Podcast, a new audio experience, um, and all that good stuff. <sighs> Talk some junk. Um, shout out to Leopold Jacobs, 1983, a lifestyle brand for your mobile business professional. Hit the website, find something you love. You feel me? Bubbles kept cleaning the soil in the bubbles. You know what I mean? Shout out to that new client that I just said I had the other day. Shout out. I hit him with the love. Yeah, I hit him with the love. I left bubbles all over they joint. They said, what is this? I said, what? You wanted me to clean it, right? So shout out to that. It's all in the bubbles. You know what I mean? You know how they, they used to be like, it's all in the wrist. It's all in the bubble. Stop playing with your boy. Um, nah, but they hit your man, Kanye, or Ye. They hit your, Jesus, Yeezy. You know what I mean? They hit your man with the Montel Jordan. <laughs> they, they didn't even hit him with the Michael Jordan. They hit him with the Montel Jordan. That is Wow. Can't even, you know what I mean? That is ridiculous, yo. Montel Jordan? So, so disappointed, man. So disappointed. But, let's pray for your man, yay. You know? Shout out to EK. He hit me on my Facebook Messenger saying, hey, can we talk about the recent yay, and you know what I mean, and, and, and you know, and the, and the whatever guy, it rhymes with Riddler, <laughs> it rhymes with Riddler, is that a word, Riddler, R-I-T-L-E-R, Riddler, but, um, and I was it's, couldn't there's no way I can side with this guy you know what I mean I know you you can swipe back episodes and you can hear me defending Ye I'm still on his side you know what I mean not as you know not his side like side but like a Jace that makes sense you know I'm just going through a lot you know he needs another rock chain. <laughs> so, 
somebody throw that man a pink polo. Somebody put a Gucci bag outside his front doorstep. You know what I mean? Somebody leave some Louis Vuitton sneakers somewhere. Let's pray for him. He needs help. People, you know, he's going on all these, you know, he looks wild. Did you see that jacket he had on? That red and black jacket? It looked like he was, like he was coming from like Fresh Air Fund. You know what I mean? Like all the kids go there. All the kids wear those jackets. <laughs> you know, all the cool kids wear wear their shirts tucked in their 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 jeans like that. And and they don't even say jeans. You know what they say? Guess. Guess what they say. Do a little bit more. They say dungarees. Dungarees. Your dungarees. <laughs> that, that nigga's wild with those boots and them them acid wash black jeans. You know, respectfully, he looks like he stinks. You know what I mean? He looks like he's, he, he, he didn't shower in a couple. Or he hit a light bird bath. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? In and out, my mother used to say sometimes. Wash your privates. Wash your important parts. And that's your balls, your, 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 your butt. Paws, your underarms. And um, and that's it. And, and hop out that shower. You know what I mean? No, you ain't wasting my hot water. My my water bill. Shout out to Mama Bear. But um, yeah, yay. Prayer. You know what I mean? Need a you need a Sunday. Yay need his own Sunday service for himself. <laughs> Respectfully, bro. You know what I mean? I remember a buddy of mine. You know, this is like like when he was jumping on the the, the Donald the Donald wave. This was like early, maybe like four or five years ago. Um and maybe six. I don't know. But he found himself making a Yay diss record. And I was like, what are you doing? Why? He was like, yeah, because, you know, somebody got to talk about it. Like, talk about what? He's like, you know, he's wilding. You know, MAGA, MAGA hat and, you know, Coastline and Trump and all of this stuff and blonde hair. And, and that was like the first or around that time, you know, when he was doing the uh, St. Pablo and, you know, he was ranting on stage and, you know, saying all these things. And then Kim K got you know, kidnapped or whatever. Um, it's like, that was like the start of this, this, this side of yay that we're seeing. You know what I mean? Yeezus album. It was all there, right? Black skinheads. Uh, he said, uh, you know, I hate, I hate these first in a, it's a lot. You know, he's still my boy. You know what I mean? He still he still made um Can't tell me nothing. Wait till I get my money, right? The old nigga chant, old nigga ritual chant. You know what I mean? That's how I do. You know what I mean? If I was somebody, I'll just start playing I can't tell can't tell me nothing outside his crib, mad loud. You know, just play the jams, mad loud. All the, all the jams that, you know, just drive by playing the jams. Every time you see them, just don't even say nothing to them. Just drive by slow like it's a drive by with your head out the window on a tilt. You know, like a 76. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? And just drive by and slow. Like, drive slow. Drive slow, you know. He 
needs it. You know what I mean? Stop putting a microphone, a camera in his face. All of those dudes that he's doing these little podcasts. He might as well do my joint. You know what I mean? Somebody tell. Somebody at yay. Please for me. At yay, yo. Please do the Hot Seat Hot Podcast. You know, we can do a remote. You know? Well, he, he was in D.C. the other day. Or Baltimore the other day. He could have pulled up. You know what I mean? We could have chilled. Could have gave him some merch. He could have gave me some merch. Some Balenciaga Yates. <laughs> Yay merch. <laughs> nah. Um, anyway. You get it. That's enough. I'm not. I'm going to go. It may be more. Maybe, you know. But anyway, just, yeah. I just jumped in. My buddy was at the time dropping his disc and I didn't get it. And I still don't get it. Because um, before when I thought it was whack. You know what I mean? And um, so I wasn't, I was like, don't do that. You know what I mean? At least do it, you know, rethink it first or write it and just let it out and then just never release it. But I don't think he ever released it. It was stupid. Um, anyway. I think I have that record. I can play it too. Niggas think I'm capping. I can leak it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, but um, must be the money. Shout out to Deion Sanders. Uh, uh, he's no longer the head coach of Jackson State University. He's now the head coach of Colorado Boulder. Um, and so many people are, you know making their gripes about him abandoning the HBCU and all of that great stuff and whatever, you know what I mean? And I get both sides of it, you know what I mean? Elevate or terminate or get elevated or get terminated. I get it. It makes sense. Um, you know, we don't know his view or his goals in, 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 in this world and as far as, you know, he great NFL player, great baseball player, um, so he, to me, he shouldn't have to go through these ranks or these avenues to become a HUD coach, you know what I mean, I don't, you know, like, I don't get it, you know what I mean, like, I get that he did what he did with Jackson State, but, you know, him being an outstanding athlete, football player is that enough for him to be considered a great head coach or even be qualified for a coaching job it's interesting to me but um shout out to what he you know all the great things that he he did for jackson state um hbcus in a hold i hope somebody jumps in the rank of what he's done and continues on you know what I mean? Somebody with a lot of prestige and flair and uh, personality, accolades. Um, you know, their 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 cultural um, karma's there, or their you know their their cultural wealth is up, and not just you know, you know not like a dollar, but you know their you know their blackness is there. <laughs> nah, but um. I have some clips that I'll share of Dion talking about, you know, a few things with that. Um, it's a Cardi B clip I'll share, a Michael Jackson clip I'll share. I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I'm going to add in this episode. So much to talk about. Um, let me see. It's the thing, what Rwandan women think about African-Americans. Um, I'll post uh, bars from Coast Contra. The average date night is $98. Um, do you agree? My buddy recently went out, and not to share his business, but it's all relative. He spent $255. That didn't include tip. So he, he's... he's, he's you know, doing bigger things than that $98, um, but what does that date night in, with $98 entail, like, is it a movie, or are you going to, you know, what are you doing, are you going to Cheesecake, are you going to Chili's, 
Are you going to Buffalo Wild Wings? You know, let me know um, how your average date night goes. Um, interesting. Also, we'll we'll drop. Um, I think Jerry Jones made a response. Um, actually, I got some. I can read it, but I'll ask, I'll drop some audio with that. Um, LeBron James questioned this week why he wasn't asked about a 65-year-old photo of Cowboys team Jerry. I mean, Cowboys team owner Jerry Jones, a 14-year-old Jones, attended a 1957 desegregation demonstration at his high school in Arkansas. Um, So, um, Jones responds, first of all, you have to hear me say how much I think of LeBron LeBron Jones said during his regularly scheduled radio appearance on 105.3, the fan... I don't know if anybody that I respect more. I don't know if anybody that has taken every opportunity he's had and maximized it. Not only he has been a great ambassador for sport, he has taken sports, he has taken the venues and used those platforms. I can, I'm going to play the clip, but he didn't basically say anything about the photo. Not surprising, but I'll play a clip of that also. Interesting. Atlanta issues curfew for teens to stop crime involving the youth following the fatal shooting of a 12-year-old. Spoiler alert. Atlanta issues curfew for teens to stop crime involving the youth following the fatal shooting of a 12-year-old. Blog by Cabbage Patch Girl. City leaders are pushing to change Atlanta's curfew for children 17 and under to curb crime involving the youth. Atlanta City Councilman um, Keisha Sean Waits said as a stopgate measure to save the lives of family members and our neighbors until we develop a solution, we must move quickly to protect the lives of our most vulnerable populations. Based on recent shootings and reports in high traffic retail spaces, she recommends a mandatory curfew for those 17 and under, she said, given the recent shootings and reports in high traffic retail spaces. This stopgap measure will save lives. And it goes on and on. I think it's pretty interesting. You know what I mean? I love Atlanta. I'm fond of Atlanta. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people want Atlanta to get back to the Atlanta that we, we know it to be. Um, so, that's interesting. Jay-Z Bacardi rejected my 1.5 B offer claims he's getting played in a Duce war um, that's crazy TMZ says Jay-Z offered 1.5 billion to Bacardi to have full ownership and got rejected Jay-Z made Bacardi an offer he thought it couldn't refuse he was willing to spend 1.5 to buy full ownership of Duce but still got rejected TMC broke the news. I mean, the story. Jay's in a legal war with Bacardi, trying to force the company to buy him out of their 50-50 partnership in the luxury cognac line. But according to new docs, it was Jay who first tried to buy out Bacardi back in December 2021. Here's what's weird: months before his offer, Jay says he and Bacardi exchanged valuations of the brand. They were light years apart. Jay felt his half of Duce was worth 2.5 billion, and Bacardi thought apparently not. Since rejected the offer, and that's why Jay-Z thinks there's something shady going on here. And the doc, Jay-Z basically accuses Bacardi of unduly influencing a third party that was called in to appraise the brand. It's unclear what the number the appraisers came up with, but it's fair bet um, it's closer to Bacardi's value than Jay-Z's. Interesting about that. Wow, my Duce. I do say so myself. I like Duce. Hopefully it gets that popping. I know what Duce has done in, in Cognac. Or, you know, in Atlanta. Um, you know what I mean? So. Um, and Jay-Z celebrated a birthday on December 4th. Uh, Pimp C also. And I think I have a clip of the... Oh, let me see. Where is it at? The Nas disc from Jay-Z that dropped after Ether, but he doubled back and dropped Super Ugly. Um, I have some clips of that. Interesting. It's crazy that Ether was dropped on Nas' birthday. I mean, Ether, Nas dropped Ether on Jay's birthday. 
Whoa, I didn't even, I guess I forgot that. See what else is in these clips. Uh, that's really it. Um, let me see. Just wanted to talk a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right. That's cool. Uh, let me share something right here. I think this is. <sighs> and then we can wrap it up. Uh, Rolling Stone issue. Rolling Stones list the wor- worst decisions in music history. Excuse me. Rolling Stones list the worst decisions in music history. You can't win them all. Rolling Stone recently released their list of the 50 worst decisions in the music industry. We asked our office which ones were the most shocking and they picked. Ja Rule invests in the Fire Festival. Very interesting. In 2017, Ja Rule aligned himself with entrepreneur Billy McFarlane to organize what was meant to be a marquee festival on a private island called Fire Festival. The, fi- the festival fell apart because there was not enough time or money to pull the event off Jairo and uh, McFarlane were met with multiple lawsuits in the end Jairo was cleared of all wrongdoing Suge Knight addresses the 1995 Source Awards and um August of 1995 during the now defunct Source Awards head of Death Row Records Suge Knight took the stage to accept the label's award for motion picture soundtrack during his speech he encouraged artists who didn't want executives dancing in their videos to sign with Death Row the speech not only riled up the live crowd, but effectively started the East Coast versus West Coast um, hip-hop rivalry that would claim the lives of Tupac and, the, and Biggie. Scooter Braun, um, Scooter Braun, uh, what? Picks off Taylor Swift. In 2019, artist manager Scooter Braun, who represented some of pop music's biggest acts like Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande bought Big Machine Records. Uh, the purchase included owning all of Masters uh, Swift recorded while signed to the label. Braun thought the purchase would allow him to squeeze more money out of her albums, but it instead galvanized her to take the situation to the internet and begin the process of re-recording uh, all of her previous works, making the original uh, Masters essentially worthless. The situation also caused Braun's image and representation to suffer. Um, MC Hammer goes gangster. MC Hammer was the most commercially successful rapper of the early 90s. When Dr. Dre dropped The Chronic in 1992, the landscape of rap shifted completely, leaving Hammer in limbo. In 1994, he dropped the MC from his name and tried his hand at his own G-Funk titled Funky Headhunter. The music video was so raunchy, MTV opted not to air it regularly, and the album was was commercially a failure. So those are some moments. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see. Mm. Oh, did I drop the Drake bars? Let me read these Drake bars. Um, Drake's Drake, Drake Rose. I'm I'm a long way from where I came from. It's such a long road you would have thought I forgot where I came from. But on God I can jog back with my eyes closed and end up on a park lane run. I owe it all to the six and then some. Who did it better here, you know? Who did it better here if you know one to name one? Do you know how long I had to sit and wait my turn while I watched my faves scatter, crash and burn? Swear I'd question God before I have a question of concept of hard work. Cause then I'd be questioning myself and that's just absurd. Bars. Um, let's see. Rest in peace to Christy Alley. She passed due to due to complications of cancer. Battle with cancer. Uh, Emmy Award winning actress Kirsty Kirsty Alley. Damn, I said the name all wrong. Passes away at the age of seventy one. Following battle with cancer. To all our friends far and wide around the world, we are sad to inform you that our incredible, fierce, and loving mother has passed away after a battle with cancer. Only recently discovered she was surrounded by our closest family and fought with great strength, leaving us with certainty of her never ending joy of living and whatever adventures lie ahead. As iconic as she was on screen, she was even more amazing mother and grandmother. Rest in peace. Look who's talking, one of my faves. That's a fact. Um, 
Kyrie Irving is no longer a Nike athlete. Nike spokesperson says the sides have parted ways one month after Nike suspended his relationship with the Nets star. Irving has one of, of the most popular signature shoes in the NBA is now a f- sneaker-free agent. I wonder where that's going to go, how that's going to go. Um, anyway, shout out to everybody. Had to drop an episode for you. Um, I will end it with the with this thought, and not just thought, but Kanye needs help. Ye needs help. No excuse. Um, and um, I'm pretty aware that everybody that you know is like, wow, you know the the Ye fans. What they what do they have to say now? And, can't say much, you know what I mean, um, but um, it's clear, you know, everybody was like, it was an agenda he was he was after, and, um, and whether it was to rid himself of these contracts or whatever, you know, now we see, like, he's, he's going further and deeper, deeper, and alienating himself, um, and, and offending a lot of people, um, con- you know, continuously, what else is new, and, um, what, uh, what agendas does he have now, I ask, you know what I mean, like, you can't put yourself in all of these predicaments, and, and, and situations, and, you know, lawsuits, and, just, just utterly, just withdrawal without a reason, and I'm not trying to make another excuse for him, but you know, the idea for presidency is that what it is, or I just can't understand. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll share more with that. Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finished. It's unfinished. Um, but Ti says he told on his deceased cousin to get out of a case, um, and I'll just leave that with that. Probably gonna share that clip. Y'all be good. It is hot seat Haas. and um, yeah, peace. And we think so much alike that um, <laughs> we come up with the same ideas at the same time, some, sometime, a lot of times. And I told her uh, at one time that dancing was going toward more military-style movement. I had done a short 3D film with Francis Ford Coppola and George Lucas called Captain EO for Disney. And, and, um, we did a lot of military stuff, and Janet had seen it. And she called me on the phone. And she said, "Michael, is it okay if I steal, uh, if I steal what you were doing in Captain Neil?" I go, "Where do you want to steal?" She said, "The military stuff." I go, "I could choke you." She go, "Why?" I said, "Cause I was gonna do uh, <laughs> my next short film was gonna be all military." I said, "But you know what? Since you're my sister, and I love you. I'll let you do it. You you take it." And that's when she did Rhythm Nation. Five, four. Three, two, one. That's her best short film, I think. Young I move like an old school alumni. Fuck these cools, I'm on a coast by the sundry. Too much fentanyl, y'all only dope sometimes. Ain't worth the risk, not even just one lie. Might die from boredom, check the postmortem. Made in God's image, but he won't post more of them. Y'all not competition, you're like Scotty Pippen. Past the mic, stop tripping. Wishing a nigga would for my profession. As a lumberjack, I ask, that's no question. I'm blessed to eat with the gang, with the brethren. Y'all came in second, us, we just came for the seconds. Y'all top five taste yum, finger licking on thumbs. You get greasy, thumbing through this chicken, huh? Did I tell you? Like mama with the whipping, I go crazy. But son, you niggas much different. Got full custody. Y'all stuck with me. You ain't gotta fuck with me. Just don't fuck with me. Coach got trust in me. They get fucked with me. If you got love for me, that's enough. I feel complete. Man, no mankind that can compete. Landed landmines right at my damn
Niggas ain't believe it till they seen it Came across they streets like great dick They coast about to go up They caught me the recent Night jaw, night jaw, night jaw, night jaw Top your merch, it's on sight jaw, sight jaw Coast on the scene, but before this was a dream We had Q-tip on our earwax and fight dog Perfect scenario I was curious if you heard about what LeBron James said about media disparity, and not that long ago he had said he's not particularly a Cowboys fan anymore. Did you hear what LeBron said, and would you have any interest in meeting with him and chatting with him? Well, first of all, you have to hear me say how much I think of LeBron. And uh, uh, I, I couldn't, uh, I don't know of anybody I respect anymore. Uh, I don't know of anybody that has uh, taken every opportunity he's had and maximized it. I've made buttons pop off my vest, so to speak, when uh, he would talk about how much of a cowboy fan he was, and he would have made a great tie in. So, uh, and that has that doesn't change. There's nothing about any of that that changes. And um, I did hear what he had to say. resources these other schools would have. The cinematic version of the story has Coach Prime sticking it out at Jackson State as the program grows on par with those of the Power Five. The reality, it may not be long before he takes his gold whistle to a school that doesn't need to beg for resources. What happens when a Power Five school says, give us a number, we'll make it work? I'm going to have to entertain it. You are? Yes, I'm going to have to entertain it. Straight up. Well, I'd be a fool not to. Sanders says he needs to look after his assistants, who are wildly underpaid by college football standards. What's up, man? Okay, down for the nitty gritty. Uh, I know y'all been hearing the rumors and uh, everything that's been transpiring around about uh, my whereabouts and what I'm going to do. And I'd like y'all to hear it from me and not uh, from anyone else. Um, it is what it is. Either in coaching, you get elevated or you get terminated. Ain't no other way. You get elevated or terminated. And it ain't no graveyard for coaches where they die at the place. It don't work like that. They either gonna run you off or you gonna walk off uh, upon your own recognizance. I've chosen to accept the job elsewhere next year. I'm gonna finish what we started we're going to dominate. I'm going to be here to that end and that conclusion. And then when that conclusion, we will move on. Now, what I don't want you to do on the other side in regards to some of you, I would like to have the opportunity to meet with some of you so you don't go and jump in the portal and you die in the portal. I don't want that to happen because some of y'all thinking it's, it's simplistic like that and it's not. Um, that portal will be loaded on, is it Monday, fellow? Yeah, Monday. Monday. Portal opens, be loaded, and they're going to call and they're going to ask because that's what we've done for some of y'all when we were trying to acquire y'all. We called and we asked your coaches and when we knew what kind of character, what is it, and I don't want you thinking since you have the Jackson State um, awards on you that people are just going to flock you and they're going to lace you like that. This is uh, one of the best universities, I believe, certainly in FCS, um, that you could have up. Um, it's about leading men. That's what he does. Uh, he's an incredible family man. I've gotten to know him over the last month and um, couldn't be more excited that he's your new 
head football coach. So with that, I'm going to have Coach Prime come up here and say some words and spend some time with you guys. But let's give him a big Colorado Buffalo welcome. strategically to reach out to me to make the tackle. He, uh, he didn't convince me. <laughs> he confirmed to me that this was the place. It wasn't about a bag. I got that. It was all about opportunity to do something that hadn't been done in quite some time. And Rick, I'm forever grateful for that opportunity, my man. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. Love you too. For investing in me. I appreciate it. Now let's get to business. You know what, Jackson State, we gotta believe. I'm still gonna believe because I've been believing ever since I was a shorty when I told my mother at age of seven, I was gonna make a lot of money, I was gonna be rich, and she was gonna never have to work for another day of her life. And my actions lined up, lined up with that belief. And I hadn't stopped believing. And I have a problem when young men with everything in front of them don't believe. That's a problem for me. Tremendous problem. Because you can rescue your mom, you can rescue your father, your friends, your loved ones, the homies, anybody who's looked out for you. You have the ability and opportunity to do that. But you gotta believe. It's the spirit around this uh, team around the school that is not traditional. In some kind of way, you guys have accepted it and you've begun to be complacent with it. And even some of the guys that aren't here that's supposed to be here, those are the ones. All this gonna stop. I still have unfinished business to do at Jackson State because whatever I start, I'm gonna finish. And we gotta go win this championship. We don't do that. But then shortly thereafter, I just want you to know, I'm coming. Not to compete, but to win. Not to show up, but to show out. Not to be amongst the rest, but to be the best. I'm coming. I'm flat out coming. This is real. This ain't no ESPN, or this ain't one of the networks you just happen to see on. I'm right in front of you. You know why? Because I'm coming. I'm coming to restore, to replace, to re-energize some of y'all that are salvageable. I'm not going to lie. Everybody just sitting there butt in the seat ain't going to have a seat when we get back. But I'm coming. Uh, I started, and we're going to go dominate, and we're going to work. I'm coming to work and not to play. I'm coming to kill it and not to kick it. I'm coming. So you gotta understand, so when I get back, ain't gonna be no hats and no meetings, ain't gonna be no hoodies on and no meetings, ain't gonna be no phones, I wish you would bring a phone in my meeting, ain't gonna be no earrings in the meeting. Everybody's gonna look like everybody, I'm coming. It's gonna be a different place, a different feel, a different attitude, a different energy, a different work ethic, a different want, a different hunger, a different desire, a different need, a different capacity. It's gonna be a different reach, I'm coming. See, by now you better feel it. You can feel what I'm saying. You can feel where I'm coming from. And you know I ain't playing because I got the credentials to back it up. I'm coming. And you're going to hear me because it's going to be little silent little footsteps that you don't even have to strain. But you're going to know I'm coming. Just the sake of my voice, the commitment to excellence, that there's not going to be any more mediocrity, period. I'm coming. Some of y'all that really got it, that really want it, and really deserve it, and you got to play beside a fool that don't want it, don't deserve it, that don't even love it, I promise you it's my job to get rid of it. Come. I love everything about this, this institution. I mean, the academics prevalence, no crime, beautiful city, beautiful state. We've never had nothing of sort to work out in, to trade in. Our kids would go absolutely crazy to be in this situation that you're in. But you don't respect it. 
coming. You don't want it. I'm coming. Some of y'all don't even think you deserve it. I'm coming. And usually when God sends me to a place, he sends me to a place to be a conduit of change. I'm coming. Uniforms may not even look like they look now. I'm coming. The cleats, I guarantee it's going to be some special. I'm coming. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louis. I'm coming. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get here, it's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready to go ahead and jump in that portal and do whatever you're going to get. Because the more you jump in, the more room you make. Because we bring kids that are smart. Say that smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Fast. Fast. Discipline. Discipline. With character. One more time. Smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Fast. Fast. Discipline. Discipline. With character. With character. That's the ones we're going to get. Is that you? Yes, sir. 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 So how bad do you really want? How bad do you really want this? What are you sacrificing right now to substantiate that you really want this? What are you surrendering? What are you giving up right now? These folks still playing football, and we ain't handling the darn meeting. So obviously that's a problem, right? So if they ask you what he said to me, what went down? I want you to say two words. Flat out, he just said I'm coming. And everybody know what that means when that comes. Not only am I going to show up, but I'm going to show up. Now, I'm through with mine. Let's get to yours. The thing that alarms me the most is just because I'm leaving Jackson, they think that I'm leaving African-American. I don't know if you noticed or not, but I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> I can never leave who I am and what I am and how I am and how I go about being that. So it is still my task to look in that locker room and see 65 to 70% of African-American men trying to help them get to the next level, as well as all the others. My calling is for young men, young women, and people of all walks of life, all social climates, and all ethnicities. That's my calling. My calling is not built on a location. It's built on a destination. Now, that was good. You're supposed to clap for that. <laughs> Darn it, that was good. You give me some of my good stuff. We just, we just getting started. I already went in the bag, baby. Let's go. Jay made two records, ladies and gentlemen. He made two records. One was so garbage that it played for one night and never played again and nobody ever talked about it. He called himself European J. He called himself a European in the beginning of the record. Correct. And that's very correct. Then he put out the super ugly joint. And I mean, New York decided and so, I love so, so, so New you, York. So you and him did not speak after takeover. Like after that record was out, it was nothing to talk about. No, that about, was war. That was war. He tried you you see what he did. Angie had a show called a takeover. It was all about, you know, Jay was running around laughing. Popping champagne bottles like he killed the king. Mm. And um, I was like, people are really sleeping. You got to admit, there was a lot of people sleeping. But I, I slept, said, Nas. No, I put out general. I slept. I'm not, wait, oh. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me my moment. Speak yours. Nas, I slept. You know, I know. Me? And, I, and, and I'll tell you why I slept. <laughs> I slept. Because the last, the last time me and you were together, right. and we were conversating, and me and you were in the other room, just me and you, I, I didn't feel it from you. And you're Fresh with your father.
Motherfucker, really? You should have got over sun cross your belly. Now tell me how I lost already. The whole crew can hate me now. I got y'all crosses ready. Those in glass houses shall not those stones. Y'all wanna get caught up. Police, pull us over. Pull us over. I have a gun. Why are we going through the court presses? And so we caught no gun case to that. And, you know, my lawyer said, well, you know, I can make everything go away if it if it was Tremel's. After he had passed, I had a talk with him. What to say? He said, I take all the charges you got. If you can walk away free and put it on me, God damn right. So is that so, what boys giving you shit about because you put it on? Nah, hell no. Nah, okay. Nah, nah. Don't nobody even know about that. I just volunteered. This <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody even know about that. I'm just being honest. Yeah. That's the only time. Mm. I done never said or gave no information about nobody because that's my cousin, my big cousin. Mm. He was dead and he told me that it was okay. <laughs> I think black people are making they 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 don't like other um, other other black people okay. in 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 our country like African. In this video, we will ask Rwandan women what they think about black people in America. Make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel. If you want help moving or traveling to Africa, email me or send a message on Instagram. Links are in the description. Okay, so what's your name? Joy. And what do you do? Um, I'm still a student. Okay. Yeah. So, I have some questions for you. Is that okay? Yeah, it's okay. So, what do you think about black people from America? Um, I think that black people are somehow mean, but they're also cool. Me, I, I like them. First off, what do you think about black people in America? I think of them like they're our people. Okay. I mean, African people who lives there, nothing much. So there's no difference, really. There's no difference. Are you sure to about me, that? Yeah. Hello. So what's your name? My name is Green Mutesi. And what do you do? I'm barista. A barista. I'm making a coffee. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, my first question is, what do you think about black people in America? Black people, American, I think, is like. Uh, an African people by born in America. Yeah. So basically the same? The same. The same for what? I got the impression that these women were being polite and not telling me the whole story. So I found a bold lady who would tell us how she really feels. Give me a little bit of peace and stuff. Alright, so what's your name? And what do you do? You study. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask you a few questions about what do you think about black people in America? Black people in America think of I think black people American they 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 don't like other, um, other, other black people okay. in, in, in our country, like African. Okay, yeah. it's true. There's many black Americans yeah. who think that uh, Africans yeah. are... Of course, they are black Americans. They are shit. They don't understand our culture. Okay. Yeah. So you don't like black Americans? Yeah, I don't like black Americans. Okay, but do you know any of them in real life? What? Do, do you know many black Americans in real life? Like, yeah. have you met many? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I have many for... I have many. Okay, so you've met them and you don't like them? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like their culture because okay. they're shit. <laughs> yeah. When you say they're shit, what do you mean by that? Have you met many black Americans in Rwanda? Um, no, I've not, it's not many, just a few of them. So your experience of them, of black people in America, comes from like television or yeah like music. television news and those um those uh, oh god you see those i uh, no i i mean those 
talking show, like the, yeah, yeah. Okay, so shows, TV yeah, shows. Yeah. Okay, cool. The reality TV show. Um, have you met many black people from America? Of course. Have you met many black people from America? Not, not, not many of them, but I have met some, okay. some of them. So, what are the differences between the African American and Rwandan cultures? Let's find out. Now, what would you say is the biggest cultural difference between black people in America and mm. people in Rwanda? Oh, black people in America, I can say that black Americans, they are so, they are open. Mm. More open-minded. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they talk whatever they, they think. Okay, but yeah, people and in Rwanda, in Rwanda uh, here in Rwanda, people are, they just cool down, they don't talk anything or say what they think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to you. Um, black American, they're, they're, <laughs> they're people, they're girls, are beautiful, they want sex. Everywhere. Okay, so yeah. Rwandan women don't want sex. Is no, that what you're saying? No, I don't, I don't say that. They, they like, uh, and uh, black American, every, 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 everywhere, they can kiss you. In, in Rwanda, you can kiss, we have culture. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So in Rwanda, people kind of hide things. It's in the, you don't do it publicly. Yeah. You hide it. Yeah, okay. because we have culture. They act more confident, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah. So swag. It's swags and okay. whatever, you know. They dress better. They, no, no, they don't dress better because okay, we so also dress? dress better. Okay. So how <laughs> we they dress, dress the same. It's not the same. This There's is different, different 21st century, so okay. we all know what to do. Internet, you know. So maybe, maybe we copy, but okay. We so all... people from Rwanda are inspired by Black Americans. Yeah. Okay. So you you look at what they do and you like it and you try and imitate it. For sure. Okay. Cool. If you love someone, you, someone you love, you you love, like like you have one boyfriend, and then then. Black, black American, they have many. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're saying in Rwanda, women only have one boyfriend, but in America, women have many boyfriends. Yeah, of course. But see, I think it's the opposite. <laughs> okay, so you're saying the clothing is different. How so? Mm, there was okay, like here we we wear the fruit, fruit yeah. Okay. But they are <laughs> no problems like in Rwanda. Mm. Our culture. If you don't, you, you don't have husband. You can do. You can do the sex. That's our culture. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about dating? Yeah. Okay. So, would you date a man, a black man from America? Yeah. Why not? Okay. But if you don't match your energy, why would you date them? Uh, I didn't say that they don't match my energy, but sometimes, it's not many of them, but some of them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, would you date a man, a black American man? Yeah, I can. Have you ever? No, not really. What do you think the experience would be compared to a Rwandan man? I don't think there is much difference to me, because, okay. you know, we kind of understand each other okay. yeah, in the both sides. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, would you date a man from America? No, because I don't like it. You don't like it? Why? Yeah, because they, they, they don't understand our culture. Would you date a man from America? Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> okay, would you prefer to date a man from America compared to Rwanda? Because many of my viewers are black American men, and they want to come to Rwanda. So if they come to Rwanda, will they have any problem meeting a beautiful woman like you? Yes, of course. No problem? Yeah. Okay, so you prefer to date a black American? Uh, yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> because they're no different. There's no difference. Yeah, if I have Except him, the clothing. <laughs> yeah, if I have him and they love me too, nothing. Okay. Many Americans think that women in Africa would do anything to move to the United States, but the reality is a little bit more complicated. I know that I've been uh, hearing stuff on social media, seeing stuff. I think like they don't take us as as uh, 
like they don't take us like others. I don't know if they think we are not uh, good enough, we are not that uh, intelligent, I don't know, but I think they treat Amer black Amer black in America differently from like white people. Okay, so you think there's discrimination, racism against yes, black people exactly. in America? Exactly. Because I see they, they shoot people, they don't understand that you can have uh, like a restaurant like this yeah. while you are black. They think maybe you are uh, a thief or not someone who can have something good or yeah. that you can be a hard worker. Yeah. Now, what do you think about America as a country? Would you live there or what? I would love to live there because there is more opportunities over there. You can make a lot of money over there. You know, okay. it's good. It's but like have you heard about like the, 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 the news stories like police brutality and things like that? I did, but I think you can avoid it Okay. Uh, from the experience of the people who talked about it. Okay, so yeah. Rwandans who live in America and they, tell you about it. Yeah, they can tell like, you, you, if you try to avoid it, it's mm -hmm. fine. You, you can do whatever you want. Okay, okay, cool. Mm. Would you ever move to America? Uh, yes. Okay, what do you think about the country? But I will move, but I'll be back. Okay. Because the Rwanda is my mother Rwanda, of yeah. course, yeah. Your family And here. I want to develop my country. Okay, uh, yeah. okay. cool. Yeah. So, knowing all that, would you ever move to America? No. No, never? No, never. Okay. Like, I can go there just to visit, but I can never uh, think of going to live there. Okay. No. Yeah, so you prefer to live in Rwanda? I prefer to live here, like where when you are poor, it's fine. When you are black, it's fine. When you are white, it's fine. Yeah. So I prefer to live in a, in a country that you feel like you are equal, like you you have the rights like others. Okay. Yeah. Thank I, you. I can go to America just to visit, or maybe uh, to 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 have some medical or when I'm sick, I can go yeah, there. Yeah. But for the healthcare. The healthcare, like exactly. I can never go to live there. Okay, thank you for answering my question. Thank you, Will. Thanks for watching. If you want more content like this, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. I'll see you in the next video.